Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. You have to play a clip from yesterday. Michael Cohen before the uh, the the congressional committee, whatever the hell it was. This was my favorite part of his entire... He, he gave testimony for like nine hours, and this was the one thing that I thought was awesome. Well, disregard your opinion on whether you think this is true or not. He's talking about President Trump, but we want to take this statement and go somewhere with it, okay? I'm talking about a man who declares himself brilliant, but directed me to threaten his high school, his colleges, and the college board to never release his grades or SAT scores. <laughs> See, I wish so, I could have got that kind of a decree back in the day. Right. And It'd be I, nice to have that kind of power, right? Yes. Um, so, based on that statement, <laughs> we got to thinking, wouldn't it be interesting <laughs> if Mark and Neanderthal released their college transcripts? So we're going to release our college yes. transcripts. In the, essence, uh, in the uh, interest of full disclosure. Transparency. Transparency, yes. Fair we wanna play. Make sure, we want to make sure that there's never an instance or a question as to why Mark and I are in the positions that we're in today. Whether we earn them or not is not even in question anymore, as you look, as Mark is a graduate, a proud graduate, yes. in fact, magna cum laude. Thank you. Of the State University of New York system, the college at Brockport. Yes, although I left the school in 1983, but didn't officially graduate until the year 2000, when my wife finally convinced me to check into my transcripts, and I found out I was three credits short. And I, from Mesa Community College, I got three credits, applied it on that, and finally graduated 17 years later. What was the course that you took to finally complete your degree work? I do not know, but it was online. I do remember that. This may shock and amaze you, or maybe not, but I am not an official college graduate. Uh, in fact, having run a multi-million dollar radio station with this grade point average of point two nine after my yes. first year of college. Might I, might I read off some of your... Achievements, sure. In yes, your yes, they are magnificent. They're in, not magna cum laude. They're, they fell just short of that. In your short and stunted stay <laughs> at Framingham State College, <laughs> this is from the office of the registrar. Of I course, would it say. is. Yes. All right. Listen to these great point averages that Paul accumulated. <laughs> Fall of 1986. Essentials of writing. Zero point zero. That's right. That's right. Next class, Principles of Sociology, 0.7. You got seven tenths. Yeah, did you notice I took general psychology and and they scratched it off? Yes. Well, I took general psych, too. It was a military course. General psych was the instructor. Yes, exactly. And uh, when he you just got, walked past you, he'd poke you and go, psych. Yes. When you got a question wrong, he's like, psych. <laughs> Okay, so that didn't work out too well for you. You went back in the spring of 1987. I did. And you full-on took on the course two-dimensional design. That's right. Drawing. I took drawing. In which you got a 0.0. That's right. Now, the one class you excelled in, (laughs) picking up a D-plus... With a 1.3 grade average, yeah, was film genres the western. That's right. We met every week and watched movies, movies such as <laughs> High Noon, Shane, nice, uh, The Wild Bunch. It was fun. I yeah, got to um, go watch movies. Here's the thing: all we did in that class was watch movies, and I still only got a D plus. Yes, I'm I sure. Almost failed watching films. I'm sure the Facebook lady Cheryl Sandberg would be proud of the way you leaned into that course. <laughs> And let's check your other two classes. Yes. Principles of Media Communication and Production. Yes. How'd I do in that class? 0.0. That's right. 
And you once again went back for general psychology. 0.0. Yeah, that's right. You want to wow. uh, add that up to, to what the uh, cumulative grade point average was? Uh, where is it? That's at uh, the bottom right there, right next point to it. Three, 0.33. Three. No, no, that was the first semester. Look at the second semester. Uh, I'm not seeing to the, it. To the 1.3? Right. No, to the right. To the right. To the right. I don't see it. It's the third column from the immediate right. Tell me. I can't see it. 0.29. 0. <laughs> 0.29. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's very difficult um, to see a number that small. What did they tell you at the registrar's office? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. I Pretty much, yeah. they did. Yeah. But here's the thing. I wasn't fat then. <laughs> and you said, so two out of three I'm not drunk anymore. It's mid-afternoon. So technically, and by those criteria, I had a 66% average. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a I, C. You know, we'll, we have to go back to this at some point again today, because I want to read your, your broadcasting school transcript also, which is fascinating to me. I had to go um, back to school, to, uh, to broadcasting school, to try and get my internship to start back in radio right. i was doing radio here's the thing my transcripts are so so terrible in college one because i didn't apply myself and two and this is absolutely true i spent every waking moment at the college radio station mm-hmm. so i would get up around the crack of noon head on over to the radio station hang out until my friends got out of classes go downstairs eat lunch go back up to the radio right. station hang out being the key term yes that was like, <laughs> but, but i was on the air i was on the air at the college radio station almost every day mm-hmm. almost all day and here I am, you know, 33 years later, here I am doing the exact same thing. You know, I had a roommate, sophomore year, who we had the same class early in the morning. I woke up, I got ready to go to class. He was still sleeping. I said, hey, Tim, you going to class today? He goes, no. I said, oh, no, how come? He goes, I don't understand it. (laughs) He said, well, staying here is not going to increase your comprehension. Right. I I believe you followed his methodologies. Yeah, look where I am. You and I, look at the, here's the thing. You graduated magna cum laude, and I failed miserably, and yet there are just merely six feet separating us. Physically, yes. <laughs> but we're here for different reasons. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> one of us is an academic, and the other one is John Belushi. And one of us <laughs> needs to be, one of us wants to be. Yeah. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Certainly is. I've made a career out of it. A fairly lucrative career, thank you very much. We'll get into Mark's transcript as well, because there's one blemish on your record that I think is still haunting you to this date. Okay. All right? All right. Hi, this is Israel. It's time for uh, Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. It's Mark and Neanderthal from Peoria. We've got Jose on the line with us to play time out for Spanish. Got a Phil Collins CD up for grabs, Jose. And what we'll do is give you a Spanish language phrase and then three English choices to translate the Spanish language phrase. Is this in your wheelhouse, Jose? Can you handle it? Yes. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. Intenté inhalar coca una vez, pero los cubos de hielo se me clavaron en la nariz. Did you hear that? Uh, one more time, please. Sure you go. Intenté inhalar coca una vez, pero los cubos de hielo se me clavaron en la nariz. All right, does that phrase translate into A? Last night I had a weird dream. I was swimming in an ocean of orange soda. I guess it was just a fantasy. <laughs> B, it's bad luck to be superstitious. Or C, I tried to snort coke once, but the ice cubes got stuck in my nose. 
Which one is it? Uh, C. Yes, it is. C is the absolute correct answer. Congratulations. Well played. All right. All right. Hang on the line. We'll get you taken care of. We got to go over our transcripts again a little later on this morning in case you missed it. Because we are different students. I wonder if there's somebody out there who was a miserable college student, terrible college student who Mm -hmm. is now making, I don't know, 250 a year. A quarter million dollars a year? You you can go from zero to hero? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, certainly... If you're a good student, it, it probably is more likely that you do well, but you don't have to be a good student to do well, right? So I guess. I, I wonder if there is somebody like that, because we've been going over our college transcripts. That came up yesterday during the Michael Cohen thing, so we'll uh, we'll dip back into those yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, because there's some more classes that we need to call you out on. I would rather have failed the way I did than succeeded taking the mediocre really? classes that you did. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, oh, so terrible. Mark and Neanderthal in the morning. Talking about a man who declares himself brilliant, but directed me to threaten his high school, his colleges, and the college board to never release his grades or SAT scores. That is a a stunning thing to be obsessed with when you are a seventy-two year old man. It, it, it's interesting. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, because I'm, I'm I'm fifty now, and you're what fifty eight, fifty seven. All right, don't rush me. It's a couple of weeks away. Sorry, I apologize. Um, but, um, but, we, but but like I, I we still here's the thing that's disturbing about it. It it took us less than twelve hours after hearing that phrase to come up with both of our own college transcripts. I couldn't believe I found mine. It was it was in the first place I looked. I, and yeah, mine I too. I didn't even know that I still had it. And and yours is stellar. Uh, yes, I know. The point two nine. Yes, zero point two nine was my grade point average after a semester, uh, after a year and a half. <laughs> it, you know, you of school. You may have led Delta House with it's that very, GPA. It's very possible. Yeah. yeah. No, I was uh, <laughs> I was a stunning student. I mean, I didn't take classes like weather and you. No, you didn't. No, I didn't take uh, classes like. I got the A in weather and you though. Yes, you. you but you took two dimensional design. Yes, it's a drawing class, and you got a zero point zero. Do you know why I got zeros? Because I never went. I never went to any classes. Yeah, well, I knew what I wanted I'm, to do when I went to least, college. At least you didn't waste your time. Right. I wasted a lot of my dad's money. Yes. I made, I wasted a lot of his money. Like I mean, it was really uh, looking back on it, uh, he has every right to be mad at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I wasted, he said I was the first member of my family to go to college, and that's all we can say about that is I went to college, but I didn't really attend much. You were the first member of your family to go to college, and then they found out why. Yeah, yeah. So I did that, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I didn't take role of me uh, of reporter. Well, I was a journalism major. I guess so. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of these things you can tell when you get all your electives. You know, I mean, you're uh, uh, required. Uh, Courses. Yeah, the, no, I wasn't saying courses. I'm trying classes. to think of, The required classes you were supposed to take. You took pre-calculus before calculus. Sure. Bold, bold move there. That's right. Yep, nice job. Wanted to warm up. Yeah, you graduated magna cum laude, which is, you know, something to be proud of. Good for you, and I'm very happy for you. Your grade point average was very, very nice. I still don't know why you got a satisfactory. You got A's and B's in just about everything, with the exception of uh, introduction to sociology. And uh, history of U.S. crime and oceanography. I got an S, which was, that was a pass fail course. Right, that was last semester senior year, and I barely scraped by on that one. Yeah, well, you know, you had senioritis, which is a terrible disease. Unfortunately, there was no medical class you could have taken based <laughs> on that one. But drug use and abuse was yeah. was one of the classes I took. That's and, unbelievable. And I scored the A. 
Yes, and, you did. And I did some major lab work outside the class, too. I'm sure you did, yes. Very practical application, I think, is what <laughs> you was, bet. was part of your intern. You studied abroad with that one, I think. Absolutely. Sat in the bongs you know, in the room and just yep. Yep, hit from the bong. Again, the, the most ridiculous class I've seen <laughs> in the history of academia <laughs> is Weather and You. I wonder if they still teach Weather and You at Brockport State that's, College. That's a legitimate class. I it mean, was, it's not a legitimate class. It's a class. It was beyond ridiculous. The questions were like, if it were cold... Colder than you expected that day. How would you react? Uh, raise your hand. Put a jacket on? Yes, good. Anybody else? Right. Stay inside? Yes, stay inside. Anybody else? Bueller? It was like that, I swear to God. Well, it you was easy it. to get an A there. You got it right the first time. Mine is a story of redemption, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Now, Paul Marshall... After having a rough go of it at Framingham <laughs> State College. It's actually in, uh, Framingham State University. There now. you go. Yeah, that's what it is now. Uh, after uh, getting bounced with the point or the 0.29 grade point average, mm-hmm. said, I need to redeem myself. Let me go towards an interest or an area that is of greater interest to me, such as broadcasting. Because... Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. Sir. Right. So I wasn't fat at the time, but and I, and I and I'm certainly not stupid. The drunk part, eh? That's that's negotiable. <laughs> so the next stop was the Northeast Broadcasting School. Yeah. Here's the deal behind that. I, I wanted to get a job in radio because I've known I've wanted to do this since I was like nine. So I wanted to get a job in radio. I went into uh, this radio station that was in the same building as my ex-wife worked in at the time, and. They said, well, um, do you have any experience? I said, well, just college radio. You know, I went to Framingham State. They said, uh, are you in college now? I said, no. Well, you have to start off with an internship and you have to get college credit. So I sauntered across the street to the local broadcasting school. Okay. And I, I took the very rigorous entrance exam, oh. which is, do you qualify for financial aid? Yes. Congratulations. You are admitted <laughs> to the incoming class at the Northeast Broadcasting School. So that's how that went. Do you have a horrendous lisp? Yes. Does it matter? Does it matter? You're accepted. Yep. Sign here. We're going to make a broadcaster out of you yet. Yep. Suck it, Walter Cronkite School of Communications. We even take people who make whistling sounds when they do their S's. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Yes, come on in. So, here's your courses. Right. Uh, These are very impressive. Thank you. We have Radio 1. Yes. A minus. Yes. Radio 2. A. Uh Uh-huh. I got better better. as you went along. Certainly did. Uh, But then you struggle a little bit with Radio Lab 1. A minus. (laughs) Radio Practicum. TV Practicum. A. Yeah. Speech one, A. Speech two, A minus. Yeah. Water got a little deep for you, huh? Well, I, you know, they started getting into prepositional phrases. <laughs> Conjunctions and all that stuff, and I and they wouldn't let me watch Schoolhouse Rock. TV production, A minus. Mm-hmm. Radio production, TV field production, A plus. That's TV right. lab one, A plus. The That's kid's right. on a roll. Uh-huh. Broadcast news, mm-hmm. A. That's right. Advertising, A minus. You felt bad about selling out there. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, I I, wanted the steak knives. I love this. Here's one of Paul's electives from his (laughs) broadcast school. Rock history for DJs. Hey, (laughs) it's no weather in you. (laughs) So did they have phys ed for DJs, too, as an elective? Yes, I I failed that one, obviously. It's not on the transcript. (laughs) Again, why? 
Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. And then your last course, it was an elective, sports casting. Sports casting. And where, where, you, where you learn to say, goal! Yeah, how did I do in that class? A. That's right. Yeah. What's my cumulative average there? Uh, your cumulative grade average was an A. That's right. Anywhere from 94 to 96 is an A. That's right. From the Northeast Broadcast School. That's right. Yes, these are rigorous universities, these broadcast schools that are scattered across our nation. Yes, they are. They are very rigorous. The uh, They weed out everybody who can't pay. Exactly. That's <laughs> how that works out. And I just would like to point out, if there are any students currently enrolled at EVIT right now, I am your future. This is the goal. Mm-hmm. You can achieve a modicum of mediocre success. Yes. I was going to say mediocrity. Then I just <laughs> mediocre. Well, See, this go. is why this is why I only got an A minus in speech two. Exactly. Yeah. Had you gotten an A in speech two, you yep. would have nailed that. Yep. Dean's list, though. Yeah. The answer is yes. Damn right. That, it is. Yeah. That, my friends, is very impressive. That's academic achievement, is what that is. All right. And all this comes because they were talking about President <laughs> Trump's transcripts yesterday. So we decided to release ours. Yes, they're up on the uh, Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. Both mine and Mark's transcripts can be viewed right there if you want to check them out at facebook.com slash Mark Neanderthal. And if you don't believe that I got an A in a course that was called Drug Use and Abuse. It's right there in front of you. It's right there for you. Mm -hmm. We are getting real close to the kickoff of the KSLX ticket recall for Billy Joel tickets. Your first shot is at 810 this morning. All righty then. So I guess you'll want to prepare accordingly, start cracking the knuckles so that you can release the synovial fluid and get ready to punch those numbers in on your phone yeah. and hit us up. Meanwhile, we'll give you something to crack your knuckles by. A tale of stupidity, a tale of woe, a tale of idiocy, a tale of the Mark and Neanderthal, dumbass of the day, yeah. who may or may not have a tale depending on where this locates from. I think you've seen this before. Been floating around for a day or two. It's uh, it's up at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. In Fort Myers, Florida, Doug McNeil is a police officer. Oh, good for him. To now, protect and to serve. Yeah. Back in July, he was called to a store in neighboring Fort Pierce, Florida. Okay, a lot of forts in Florida. And Doug picked up a couple that had been caught shoplifting, and they were held by store security. Okay, then. So, Doug brought 23-year-old Zachary Molendick <laughs> and, and 24-year-old Krista Lee out to his patrol car, and he put them in the back. You know, if he married her, she'd be Krista Lee Molendick. Exactly. That'd be great. They were so cooperative that Doug didn't require them to use the seatbelts and didn't put handcuffs on either one of them. Well, that just doesn't seem like kind of weird appropriate police work at all. Yeah, in fact, Doug must have been feeling so relaxed that day because he said it was okay when Zachary asked if he could smoke in the back seat of the police cruiser. Uh, and how did that work out? Uh, well, he was smoking back there, and yeah, Doug. I mean, that's crazy that he allowed the suspect sitting right behind him to have a lighter. But yeah, that seems a bit. That's not good. That's not good like, police work, Joe. No, I don't think so. I think that's uh, that's some bad news going on there. Yep. And Very then, irresponsible, I think. Then it got even more interesting. How so? Zachary and Krista, the couple just arrested for shoplifting, started making out in the back seat. Is that right? Yes. Doug didn't say a word to stop them, the police officer. No. No. He didn't. In fact, he put on some music. Did he really? For Zachary and Krista, yes. Actually, it was not Percy Sledge. What he was put it? on Barry White. Ah, he damn put it. on some Barry White music. I rolled the dice and crapped out on that one. Sorry. God, either one is either one is pretty good for setting the mood. I tried. I gotta tell you. All right. Uh, somehow, all of this got recorded on video. I don't know if there's a camera in the cruiser or if Doug recorded it. Either way, it says a few things about him. 
but he has bad judgment overall. Yeah, but he has great taste in music. <laughs> yes, he does. Doug was just suspended for the incident. He'll, he's, he'll be suspended without pay for 20 days. All right. And then he'll hit the streets once again. Where he'll officiate the wedding. Yep. Of... Zachary Molendick and his new life and Krista Lee. Krista Lee Molendick. Doug McNeil. There is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. We think that was a beautiful story you just told. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX.